Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for His Word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created. I love Genesis. The book of Genesis actually means beginnings or origin. And it's the beginning of many different things. It's the beginning of the world. It's the record of the beginning of the world. It's the record of the beginning after Noah, a new beginning. There was a new beginning that was uh, started after Noah and the flood. And then there's the beginning of the nation of Israel. So Moses records for us many beginnings. And that's why the name for Genesis. There's great stories in Genesis. There's important events. We're going to look at the creation of the world, the fall of man, earth before the flood, the flood itself, Sodom and Gomorrah with the story of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the patriarchs of the nation of Israel, Joseph. The book ends with the story of Joseph and the death of Joseph, one of my favorite stories is Joseph, and that's where it ends. This is a fantastic book. So let's jump right in, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning. Like I said, that is pretty much what Genesis, it could say, in the Genesis, the beginning. God created. This is the beginning of beginnings. However, we know from other passages, this is the beginning of the world, not the beginning of God. God is eternal. He has no beginning or end. And God doesn't have a beginning. This is not the beginning of the creation of God or the creation of Jesus. No, no, that's, that's eternal. Uh, that's, that's not anything that's recorded because it didn't ever happen. There wasn't a beginning and there was God. No, God was, is the beginning. He is eternal. We'll look at a couple passages that talks about God being eternal if you look in Psalm 90, Psalm 90, verse 2, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever, thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. So before this creation, before Genesis 1-1, thou art God, it tells us. God's word tells us that before anything was created, God was there from everlasting to everlasting. Another passage is in Hebrews. Hebrews 1, 10 through 12 says, And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment. And as a vesture, thou shalt fold them up, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall never fail. Oh, God doesn't have a beginning. He's from everlasting to everlasting. Habakkuk says in Habakkuk 12, I'm sorry, there is no Habakkuk 12. Habakkuk 1, 12, 
Art thou not from everlasting? God is from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. Psalm 41.13 says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. We don't serve a God that started at some point. There's many religions that started at some point, and they have uh, false gods that came about with different aspects of the world. No, that's not our God. He's from everlasting to everlasting. And I'm so happy that that's the God I serve. But if we look here, back to Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God, that word for God there is Elohim. The names of God are fascinating study. I just love looking at it because actually, um, as I pray every day, um, when you think of the Lord's Prayer, it said, Hallowed be thy name. So holy is thy name. I want to praise the name of God. Well, one of these names is Elohim. And this one is so neat because it's in the plural form. So you think, what? I thought we only serve one God. Yes, we do serve one God, but he is three in one. And, you know, it's really interesting because the Jewish people don't want to acknowledge Jesus as the Messiah, as God, and yet Jesus was right there at creation. He was the creator. We'll see this later. But the Jewish people will say God is three in one. God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and the Word. Oh, the Word. Yes, I love that. In the beginning was the Word. Who is that? Jesus Christ. Uh, a, a renowned Jewish scholar had these words about the word Elohim and that, that first word there in Genesis 1.1. It says, come and see the mystery of the word Elohim. There are three degrees, and each degree by itself alone, and yet notwithstanding, they are all one and joined together in one and are not divided from each other. Wow, that is so neat. His name was uh, Simeon ben Joachi. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. You'll have to look it up. It's in Adam Clark's commentary. He had that quote by the Jewish rabbi that studied this passage, and those three Oh, yes, the Spirit and the Word. If we look in John 1, 1, we know more about the Word. In the beginning, same three words of Genesis 1, 1 as John 1, 1. In the beginning, God, Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. Who is God? Jesus Christ. He was in the beginning, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. That's our Jesus. Oh, I love studying about Jesus. Colossians 1.16 says, For by Him, and they're talking, this is, Paul is talking about Jesus, by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Oh, that's our Jesus. I love that. Uh, in the beginning was the word. So Elohim, it signifies in Hebrew, strong and mighty. 
strong and mighty. What do we think about strong and mighty? Omnipotent. Omnipotent means all powerful. Omni is all potent. You know, something's potent, powerful. Uh, I think of a children's song that I loved to sing. My God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. That's what Elohim describes in Genesis 1.1. My God is so big. He can do anything. It's the next word. It says, in the beginning, God created. So he didn't make things. We make things. We make things from elements around us. We make houses from cutting down trees and, um, you know, the cement from grinding up rock. That's how we create. But we don't really create anything. We make things. This is different. He created out of nothing. And man cannot and will not ever do that. They don't, we don't have that power. You know, worldly entertainment makes fun of God so much. I was watching um, Ad one time on TV for a show. And, of course, in our world, they make fun of preachers and, and Christians. You know, they're always these dumb people that don't know anything. And so this pastor was preaching. I put that in quotes because they, of course, made the pastor out not to know anything. And a kid was in the audience, and he was saying, "Oh well, how could they? How could that happen if nothing was there?" And the pastor was like, "Oh well, well, well," and stumbling around. Oh, they don't know our God. When you know our God, you know He can do anything. You know, it's it's in our world, especially today. God is mocked, and He is made fun of. I wanted to yell at that TV. You don't know my God. You don't know what he can do. He can create anything from nothing. It says right there, God created the heaven and the earth. So in my opinion, I believe this would be outer space and and the earth, like when it's talking about heaven and the earth, because his throne was, uh, was, he didn't create that at that time or anything his throne is from everlasting to everlasting so heaven where god's throne is has always been with him around him if we look in revelation 5 11 through 13 so we're starting in the beginning of the bible and going way back to the end of the bible in revelation 5 11 through 13 it says and i beheld and i heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands and thousands saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and every creature which is in heaven and on earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. So that throne is not what God created on the you know, the day one of creation. In my that's what I, I believe heaven and earth is talking about. The atmosphere. He didn't create heaven right there. 
And we, the Bible doesn't tell us when angels were created and at what time they were, but we know Satan was already tempting Eve long, right away when the world was created. But we'll look at several passages here that talk about angels. So John 17, 24 is a verse about angels. And it says in John 17, again, 24, if you have your Bible, I'm flipping my page to that page. It says, Father, I will that they also, whom thou hast given me, be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory, which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. So Jesus is praying there, and he's praying and he's asking that those that believe him would be with him in his throne, which he says, before the foundation of the world. So that's where I believe that there's many scriptures to back up that Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, obviously are everlasting, but the heaven was created before that time. Time and space and the earth was created on day one, but the other things in heaven were created beforehand. Another, several other verses, Ephesians 1, 4, Ephesians 1, 4, I got to turn here and uh, get in my Bible. I had a lot of things marked out, but now I'm getting past how many things I had marked. So Ephesians 1, 4 says, according as he had chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. God is everlasting. Time and space were created the first week of the earth. Before that, it was everlasting. There is a lot of facts in the book of Job about creation. It's interesting because Job's himself and Job's friends talk truth about God. Now, God reprimanded, rep- reprimanded, I said that word wrong, Job's friends for things that he that they said, but a lot of the things that they said were not wrong. It was not wrong for them to talk about creation and what God did and how he created things. What they were wrong is attributing God with things that weren't so. Well, this passage here in Job 38, Job 38, 4 through 7, is here God talking himself. And it says in Job 38, 4 through 7, Where wast thou when I laid the foundation of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. And who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereunto are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. So the sons of God there, I believe, are the angels They're shouting for joy, and they're happy over what God created. And God says, where were you? You weren't even created. We'll get to that when we get to Job. But we are done for now. We will come back, and on our next recording, we will pick up with the next words there, created heaven and earth, and we will 
continue on through Genesis chapter 1. Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord With Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord With Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may He greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following His Word.